Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight! <laughs> oh, tonight. Uh, we continue Wonderful Mystery March <laughs> with Benji off the leash. You voted for it. You wanted that. You asked for this. Oh, but what would this beat <laughs> out to possibly be Benji, I think, four? Uh, well, it beat out. Uh, Bear With Me, which is apparently an <laughs> Alan Thicke uh, kids movie. Where you guys missed an bear. Alan Thicke bear movie? Right? Uh, there's also The Retrievers, which was another oh. dog movie. This one has Betty White in it, though. That's the only one I know. Yeah! Um, and Everyone's Hero, which technically wasn't a pet movie, <laughs> uh, but there was a talking bat, like a baseball bat, like so a baseball I thought that bat. counted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, he's going to fuck that bat. Oh, well. I think it's voiced by Whoopi Goldberg, too, which is, like, interesting. Uh, Maybe coming future if we ever decide to watch it. I didn't even know it existed until it popped up in there. Ah, but yeah. But first. Oh, Steve, we're far too sober to be doing this. uh, Yeah. Wow. Let's, uh... What you got over there, man? We have from Squatters Brewing Company, Chasing Tail Golden Ale. Because <laughs> of the dog chasing his tail. <laughs> An English style summer ale? This tail wagger has already fetched a real name for itself in the competition. Our premium barley rolls over with domestic and imported golding hops for a delicate bitterness and a cold, wet nose. This award winner is a beer that you'll want to adopt year-round. No pedigree necessary. I'm sorry, was it saying something about a wet nose in my beer? There's a wet nose with those golding hops. Huh. Let's pop our top and see how if it gets us wet. Ooh. Oh, my top! And the port. 
Yeah, Gross. that is a really beautiful crystal clear beer. You can read through that. It's a gorgeous sculpting color. It's got an off-white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles. Mm. Yet very, very light on hop on the nose. It's not a wet hop, so no. I don't know if that joke lands, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Very malt forward. Steve's gone in for the sip. Yeah, it's light. Malt forward, obviously, but yeah, it's got a little bit of a... Yeah. A bit of a twingy piney note on the back end, but this is yeah, a, nothing major. I won't lie, yeah. this is a good drinking all day beer. Yeah. I enjoy this thoroughly. Mm. Say this was like 4% or something? Or... Oh, probably. Here, let me look it up. Oh, here we go. 5% alcohol by volume. Hey. Hey. Jason Tail Golden Ale from Woo! Squatters. Yeah. Get squatted. Speaking of squatting. <laughs> 2004's Benji Off the Leash from writer-director Joe Camp. Who's he, Steve? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, apparently, his like entire life is Benji, uh, at least as far oh. as uh, uh, career. Because, yeah, writer director of the original Benji, For the Love of Benji, Benji's Very Own Christmas Story, The Double MacGuffin, which I'm just going to guess is probably a Benji one, Oh Heavenly <laughs> Dog, Benji Takes a Dive at Marine Land. What? Did, was that like... Something I don't think like I've seen right? that one. Yeah, so, uh, he's also the creator of the TV series Benji, Zax, and the Alien Prince. That's a thing, apparently. Uh, Benji they always the... go to space. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, of course, Benji the Hunted, which I think is what yeah. 90% of people know Benji for, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the one. Yep. And then this... And then his son, Brandon, actually directed a 2018 version, like a reboot of Benji. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, shit, there you go. Also, uh, I noted this on the cover, so I thought I'd share it with you. Uh, this is a Reader's Digest family favorite. Got like a nice gold medal yep. and everything on the front. <laughs> so you're in for a treat. Uh, as far as the actors and stuff, there's uh, Nick Whitaker, who plays Colby the Kid in this movie. Uh, <laughs> Nate Bynum, who's a character actor, plays uh, the Sheriff Ozzy. Uh, and Chris Kendrick as Hatchet, the stepdad, I guess? I guess? Yeah. Though they don't really specify on that part. Uh, but yeah, wow. <laughs> Alright, so babe, do you, do you remember how we started watching this movie? How did this movie start with the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding really it even do. beat ours? Well, start with uh, Good Times Entertainment as the uh, production company. But yeah, we had a commercial for the Reader's Digest. Yeah. <laughs> um, are they still around? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah well. Uh, then followed up with a uh, commercial for the Humane Society. Um, okay. <laughs> And then Jay Moore pops out of nowhere to talk about, Woo! hey, hey, there's dogs made every day. You should adopt a dog and give it some love. Does anyone trust Jay Moore? Call Pets 911. I mean, they should. Has anyone ever trusted Jay Moore? Not since Mafia. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jane Austen's Mafia. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after all these advertisements uh, trying to entice you to adopt a, a dog... So you can have your own little Benji. I don't need to be enticed to adopt a dog. I have to be shooed away from adoption centers with a hose. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> Steve, do you know how much self-restraint I've had not bringing home a bunch of pets? I've only brought home the rats and the two rats and the two kittens. Yeah, we we showed up with the rest. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we got a bobcat out back. I mean, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> He's been eating the deer. <laughs> yeah. Thinning the herds. Uh, yeah, so the movie starts. Um, and it starts with, okay, it starts with like a news report that's like, yeah, Atlanta, Knoxville, like all these different towns where it's like, producers are looking for the next Benji. It could be your pup. If you have a cute pup, reach out at blah, 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 blah. And uh, so, yeah, then there's like a, <laughs> after that we have a kid, Riding through town like it's 1950s small town America. Uh, just. <laughs> yeah, so he's like going past the general store, waves had a fucking Aunt yep. I don't know. And then an old beat up pickup crosses the road. Oh, and he yeah. hides behind the cop car. Whoops! <laughs> so. Obviously, that kid's hiding from something. He's a deep, dark secret. That's right. And it's an old beat-up pickup truck, so obviously they're poor. 
Yep, yep. Um, but then he's also not hiding from an orange rape van that says animal control on the side. Oh, that's a rape van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, see, there's something on the side, and it's not a, a wizard riding a dragon. It's... <laughs> No, 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 Steve, that's the drug dealer van. The rape van's the plain white one with no windows. Uh, yes. You gotta know your, you gotta know the difference. <laughs> one of them helps the community, the other one rapes children. <laughs> I, I must have missed that day in home ec. <laughs> <laughs> This is why they need home ec in schools, people. <laughs> Bring back home ec so you know which one to take candy from. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah, eventually the kid uh, basically just goes inside of an abandoned house, and I'm like, wait, is this how supposed to be abandoned because it yeah. looked pretty nice except for like the obvious like cobwebs and stuff they're it, had, it, it still had some halloween decor halloween yeah. cobwebs up and the ooh the lawn wasn't mowed but inside like the fucking floors were cleaner oh than God, our floors polished. are oh beautiful there's like furniture i would take home right yeah. now very expensive yeah, big heavy ec- furniture excellently upholstered yeah. i mean somebody put cotton or whatever on it to make it look yeah. like cobwebs but yeah, somebody sprinkled some flour on it to make it look dusty, but other than that, that shit wipes off. Yeah, get a shop vac in there, you'll be fine. The nicest haunted house anyone's ever seen. Yeah, right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the kid goes upstairs, and there's, like, a couple pool mixes or whatever up there. And uh, he's been apparently feeding and watering these, uh, these uh, the, the, there's a mom and, like, a couple puppies. Uh, I think, like, four... There's a couple of them, but most of them are black, and then there's one little gold one with uh, big black eyes and a little button nose, and he's like, don't worry, buddy, Um, nobody wants me either. Yes, nobody wants the cute blonde. (laughs) Yeah, nobody wants the little blonde hair, blue-eyed ones. Oh, Oh, you know what? Life is hard. It is, it is. Well, especially when uh, somebody in that that creepy old truck uh, pulls up. <gasps> oh, and no. Immediately goes upstairs and starts, what, what are you doing here? I know you done stole her. Take her back home. Blah, blah, blah. You stole my prize breeder, and she's gotten mixed up with one of them mongrels. Well, uh, these black ones look like they could be purebreds. I could still sell them. You just, and then, he, and then Steve's favorite scene yes. in the movie. He grabs the little blonde puppy and tosses it across the room. And we're just kind of like, like, you know, underhands it. So it like slides on the There the was puppy tuss- tossing that happens. Yeah, there's definitely tossing. It's like, <laughs> it's like House of a Thousand Cats where there's cat tossing <laughs> oh, no. at the camera. They toss those cats way harder than they toss this puppy. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, so after the puppy's tossed, out, <laughs> tossed aside and the rest are snatched up. Uh, they go back home. Apparently, this is like his stepdad or whatever that came. No, it's his dad. Dad. They never is, say is stepdad. They oh, never okay. say stepdad. They keep call- like he acts like a stepdad in a bad movie, but they keep calling him his real father. So as far as I know, it's his real father. Well, just, I never never heard that it was like real father. It was just, it was just the the kids always question the mom like why don't you just leave him like oh yeah. you don't understand I could never they do that aren't southern at all. They're in Mississippi, babe. We found that and out not, like three quarters of the way through the movie. Right? Not one of them has a southern accent. Oh. Eh, nope. The animal control guys do. Oh, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, they're just like caricatures. Like, yeah, yeah. They're just like Ren and Stimpy driving a van. <laughs> I don't want your life. Sorry. <laughs> Varsity Blues. I don't know why I came out of nowhere, but... uh. Yeah, so, yeah, basically the, the dad's like, all right, well, you don't get any dinner tonight, son. Yeah, go feed the dogs. Yeah, go feed the dogs. Spoiler alert, the kid sneaks out and goes to, uh... <laughs> by the way, when he's sneaking out, you point out, like, wait, not <laughs> one dog is going to be barking? Like, yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> right? Yeah, he sneaks out. All all the dogs in, apparently, his father's uh, puppy mill are super quiet. And then he goes to this uh, beautiful and fantastic uh, fort he's built in the woods, which... Oh, well, he swings by the old house first oh, to pick, right. pick up the blonde puppy. Pick up puppy. the puppy. And the then... puppy. I, I know nobody will want you, but nobody wants me either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well. Well, you know, if that's your dad, I mean, it's understandable to feel that way. Uh, I don't know. The mom's a total... F- fucking zero in this movie but eh, well well spoiler alert turns around towards the end <laughs> the family film it's a family film uh but yeah yeah so eventually they go into the woods i, I guess in the back of behind their house or whatever although there was a fence they had to jump to get over there and cross a couple roads i don't know what but uh yeah it gets to this 
basically a tiny home he's built for himself out of construction sites. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, like, wear, uh, danger zone, wear goggles uh, <laughs> sign that they show a bunch of times, which I'm not gonna lie, I would totally, totally, totally put up in our house. Oh, yeah, you put it in the kitchen. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything is labeled like it's fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse or something, or the Batcave. Yeah, or... and apparently he's an inventor. Yeah. It's like early warning device, and it's like a bunch of like. Uh, no, the early warning device is the uh, the, the cockatoo. Parrot. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. So by the way, he has a two thousand dollar cockatoo. Apparently, nobody wants. He picked yeah. up at the SPCA and isn't allowed to keep in the house. Nah, nobody wants the white which, ones. Which I just found out via this commercial. The parrot's name is Merlin. I didn't catch that at all. Oh yeah, I didn't hear that one. Oh. Yeah, when they said the name Merlin, I'm like, wait, is that the name of the older guy? Like, no, that was Mr. Nope. Finch, but yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the bird, which, yeah, guys, they're, no, just the, like, oh, nobody wants this car, this $2,000 rare bird. Oh, nobody wants this cute blonde no. blue-eyed kid. Oh, nobody's gonna want this cute little button-nosed fucking puppy. Yep. It's, it's tough out there. It's cold in the D. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, he leaves the the little blonde puppy there. Is like, stay here. I'll be back. Trying to be like Arnold, but he's an eight year old kid. Yeah, know. and the puppy immediately escapes his pen and goes and finds the most comfortable spot to sleep. Yep. So and the then, kid uh, goes back home and like steals the mom and brings him out. Yeah, because the puppy right? needs milk. Yep. We then cut to the next morning, where a dog is thrown out of a Cadillac in yeah. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Cute little uh, uh, Karen Terrier mix. Yeah, yeah, whatever those are. No, yeah. <laughs> the Benji dog, right? No, Benji is puppy. Oh, did you not watch the end of this movie? Oh, the, the, they have, the, nobody's actually called Ben. Well, until the end. At the end, yeah. yeah, yeah puppy okay. is Benji. That's lizard tongue. Yeah, lizard tongue. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If I got a dog like that, I would totally name it lizard tongue. Lizard, lizard tongue and. Scruffy or shaggy or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, dogs tossed out of the car. Uh, luckily, I don't know. Twenty seconds later, the uh, animal control rape vans following right yeah. behind them. Like, who went this way? We should pick them up. Like, how would they even know it was an, an abandoned dog? But uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, and then, of course, you get comic relief of these two bumbling animal control people trying to catch this dog, end up giving each other concussions, diving at the same time. Oh, and then they died from uh, internal hemorrhaging. Yeah. End of movie. Yeah. Well, at least their story. It's not like they come back and are an integral part of this movie. Yeah, so they uh, continue chasing the dog, and he ends up running to, like, a cow pasture, and... Of course, that means when the animal control guys gets down on all fours trying to reach for him and gets fucking muled kicked by a cow. So he's dead. Yep, he's dead. Roll you credits. Get, you get mule kicked in the head by a cow, you're dead. Well the, well, the thing was, like, immediately after that happened, then it pops up four months later. What? <laughs> well, that's when he got out of uh, the rehabilitation center. He just got movement back in his fingers. <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, so four months later, and we cut to the the little tiny home, you know, out in the middle of the woods that the kid's at. Uh, He takes the mom there, and, you know, the the puppy's a little bigger. And then when the next thing comes up, six months later. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that was very important to show the natural progression of the dog, I guess. And now we have a fat motherfucker playing the puppy. Oh my god, such a chunker. I mean, I love it. This dog is adorable and awesome. (laughs) He is a fat... That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but back at home, um, oh yeah, that's right. This is what the, I think the first time the kids like, why don't you leave him? And she's like, my place is here. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, two parents are better than one. Yeah. And besides, we have bills to make, and he's not that bad. He only hits us sometimes. Sure, he's got a dog breeding factory in the backyard. And okay. Uh, so, yeah, animal control, apparently their big mission is to bring down this Everybody in town facility. knows he's a, he's a, he runs a puppy mill, but they just don't have any proof. Yeah. I mean, we're staring at it through the fence, but we can't snap any pictures. It's like a four foot fence. They're just looking over the top of it and like, No, 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 man, they were standing no on those boxes that will become, become very important later. Oh, was it like a six foot fence? Yeah, because remember they kept oh, okay. falling off the boxes. Oh, yeah, because the dogs bark. Yeah, yeah, Okay. But still, it's like, oh, here's a picture. All right, here you go. Can I get a warrant, Judge? All right, we're going to check the property. Oh, yeah, this is a real fucking uh, dog factory you got going on here. Here, where are these? Clink. 
Roll credits. You don't get arrested. They just take your dogs away. And then you get more of them. They, oh, and then you mulch them into a yeah. ground puppy or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, where do you think they get the, the, the puppy in Puppy Chow? Oh, shit. Yeah. I knew it. You grew up like two miles from the Puppyville factory. That's true. Well, we never had puppies actual, running around the neighborhood. Oh, my God. <laughs> the actual puppy mill where the puppies are milled. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ogden. Yes, that is dog food. <laughs> yeah, see, the cats like it. Yeah, so that's like their big mission, and it's like, oh, we gotta catch them red-handed, like, what, delivering a shit ton of puppies at once, or how, how, how He's gotta how be driving a van that's loaded in the back with puppies. <laughs> so you gotta catch him being impractical? Alright, well, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Animal Control goes by, like, the little tiny home, and they have, like, a trank gun, because they're apparently following the, uh, the abandoned dog. Yeah, but the, uh, stepdad shows up, too, and he's like, what you got here? Would you make this? Get your ass back home and do some chores. Yeah. Oh my god, you built a you built your own secret hidey place? Oh, with more technology than our house? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> You're a disgrace and nobody loves you. By the way, at this point I was pretty convinced this kid didn't go to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never see him like going to school or no. you know, like, oh man, I gotta get home so I can get sleep and get my education. Then again it is Mississippi again. By the way, this is in Mississippi, but we didn't see a license plate or anything until nothing, three quarters of the way nothing through. Nothing is Mississippi about this. Absolutely no. nothing. Well, I got a fun fact about that, babe. <gasps> <laughs> uh, let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, then there's um, the one African-American character. That, well, no, never mind. There's a couple. Never mind. Forget yeah. I said that. No, they, there's some biodiversity in this. There's no Asian people, though. Nah, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, we see, uh, I, I don't know, the, the, the local grocer delivery boy. Um, he has a bag of groceries, and of course you know it's a bag of groceries because it's overstuffed, and there's a baguette, oh, and, and a the giant salami, yeah, there's the a big bologna sticking out of the back. <laughs> and of course, little dog, see, Benji, your, uh, scruffy? Puppy. Pup. Was it the puppy? Shaggy, yeah. Was it the puppy, or was it the, uh, abandoned one? Yeah, because when the dad comes in, he goes, oh, that's that fucking puppy, that little mutt puppy, I'm gonna break its neck, and puppy oh, goes running shit. off. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, because the abandoned dog, we don't know what he's been doing for the last six months, except for he's just been terrorizing, apparently, the local uh, animal control guys. Yeah. But they've been unable to catch him. But yeah, no, it's a, uh, because um, Lizard Tongue doesn't go and find the food until, like, much later when they have the little tale of two puppies on either side of the porch. That's right. Yeah, no, Puppy goes and, yeah, he uh, he eats the half of the bologna out of the... Yeah, Mr. Finch is who the, the, the bologna's <laughs> being delivered to, and uh, by far my favorite character in oh, this yeah. movie. He yeah, is yeah. just a crazy old guy just yelling at the world. So he's, like, quoting the Bible and stuff, and I, yeah, I, wanted, I wanted more from him. I wanted him to be like a retired pastor or something, or yeah, or an old librarian or something. You never find uh, an out. Author, yeah, any anything like that. But he's just kind of yeah, like, he's just well, somebody man. ate half of this. Well, you better come finish the rest of it. But again, Steve's doing southern accents. Nobody had southern accents in this. Oh, I'll fact, drop, I'll drop some shit in here. In fact, like Mr. Finch was almost more like a mid-Atlantic accent. The macaroni's cold too. It's pasta salad, and it's supposed to be cold. This is a light summer dinner. When I've been working since dawn, I expect a good, hot meal. Not this pansy, cold, fridgy stuff. Just sit right back down, and I'll make you a big bowl of hot bean soup, okay? <laughs> he said it more like Fraser than he did Southern. How, 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 how would you describe that, babe? Yeah. I just said, more well, mid-Atlantic. Or, or you want to you give an example? Ask and ye shall receive. Don't just steal from thy neighbor. I expect to be paid in full. All right, that's a little better. Yeah. <laughs> I guess mine's more of a snake handler. <laughs> Repent! That's what Steve wanted out of this movie. Fuck All this movie's in Mississippi. Yeah, I want a whole bunch of backwoods hillbillies. That's right. Yeah! This dog keeps getting in my moonshine! <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, uh... We've now alienated all of our Mississippi viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, let's see. Yeah, more animal control guy stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, the puppy, like, ends up biting the stepdad at one point. Which cause... I thought for sure this was going to turn into... Puppy was going to get put, like, threat 
excuse me, threatened to be put down because now he's bitten. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a there's a scene where like Mister Finch quotes Ebenezer Payne, and the grocery guy's like, Ebenezer Payne, who's he? I I never heard of him in school. Well, of course not. I just made him up. <laughs> Dick move. <Yeah. laughs> I have to remember that one. Uh, yeah, just a bunch more animal control, like catching the dog, and they can't quite catch him. Oh no, he went this away. No, we went that away. How are we gonna get him? I don't know. Let's try net or something. Oh, uh, they will try a net later. They will. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, that's right. This is where uh, the animal control guys are like following the stepdad, and, yep. and this is where we like wait. Is he throwing a sack in the river? Is that what's going he on? He threw a sack in the river and he claimed it was his lunch and they never elaborate on what was in it. Yeah. I'm assuming it was puppies. Yeah. But if you're going to go that dark movie, just go that fucking dark. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lizard Tongue is following them and then, like, this is where we find out Lizard Tongue is apparently afraid of heights. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. In I a really the... weird sequence. Sequence. <laughs> if, I, all right, what I wanted from this movie was that bag was full of puppies. They go full Milo notice. He chucks it. The humans all walk away. Lizard Tongue jumps off and rescues the puppies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But that didn't happen because I assume budget. And also, I mean, when you're filming all day throwing bags of puppies in a river, I mean, <laughs> you may not get that uh, ASPCA verification at the end i don't know oh yeah we get a scene where uh lizard tongue or whatever is like studying the locks at the the puppy plant in the backyard basically like oh that's how they work okay yeah uh, then he like goes and eats at mr finch's and a super noisy like knocking over trash cans and shit yeah like so that. every time puppy is trying to like do something and be sneaky like try and free his he's got to free his mama from from all of that, uh, Lizard Tongue shows up and is hella loud, starts barking, knocks shit over. Yeah, like jumps and, directly into trash cans. Yeah. yeah, this this was a part of the movie, too, where Steve started not being able to tell Puppy and Lizard Tongue apart. Yeah. Because this is where Puppy, his extra weight really started to show up. Yep. Like, spoiling some of your fun facts. All the Never dogs for. in here are from the ASPCA. Oh, yeah. They're all adopted. I'm guessing this is where they started, like, really filling out and all of that. But, yeah, Steve was like, oh, man, Lizard Tongue's looking kind of shaggy there. And I'm like, no, that's the puppy. And he goes, that, that's where it was, not that mo- fat motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Steve, that he, fat motherfucker. He needs to work out or have a growth spirit or something. <laughs> well, then, and then there was the other thing, the, the scene where, like, we're like, wait, is that supposed to be the same dog? Because, like, it had the close-ups, mm. but it was, like, the different colored so muscle. So they, they or... claimed there was only, like, one dog doing the filming, but it was definitely a different dog. Yeah. Right. Yeah, a different shaped face. And especially you could tell on the hair. The hair wasn't right. Yeah. But, uh, but to, to, to free his family or, you know, free the mom and all the other puppies. Oh, oh, by the way, and she's getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Oh, yeah, And yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the son's been trying to ask the dad to take her to the vet. And da- the dad's like, no, if we take her to the vet, then they'll know we've been breeding her. And shut up, we can get one more litter out of her before, before she's no good to us. Before we take her down the river, I assume. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought when you were saying, like, throwing a sack over, like, oh no, is that the mom? Oh shit. Right? But yeah, so there's, like, a string on the latch for the, the fence door, wherever mm-hmm. I guess the kid uses when he comes home. Yep. Uh, but the dog's figured out, so he's like, pull the string! This and was actually opens. a good little dog training sequence. They have the dog drag a box over so he can reach yeah. the string, and then he pulls the string, and then he moves the box out of his way so he can get the door open. Some real, like, Tomb Raider shit going they on. They did pretty good on that. I, I yeah. appreciated that. As somebody who enjoys seeing real animals do real things in movies i enjoyed it yeah but then uh the uh, the other one comes Lizard in and ruins comes everything up, knocks yeah. everything knocks a bunch of garbage cans over yeah um which brings the dad outside who throws rocks at lizard tongue yeah so they both go running off and the dad's like oh yeah here you gotta feed these dogs and put them back in and blah 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 and then there's like the little scene where the the puppy and the lizard tongue or whatever are like running away and Lizard Tongue's like, "Yeah, hey, get away! I don't want you around." But then he's like crawling up and like trying to. No, Lizard Tongue's with them. trying to trying to get to Puppy. Puppy doesn't want Lizard Tongue around. Again, this is where you start so, getting confused. So Puppy's like three times bigger than. Yeah, Puppy's the bigger, shaggier oh. one. What? Yeah, this is where you started getting confused by them, babe. Well, yeah. But, yeah, okay. yeah. The puppy was the longer-haired one, and he's bigger than Lizard Tongue at this point in the movie. He's grown up. Mm. Lizard Tongue's a little scruffy one. Uh, you know what? They're both under 25 pounds. They're technically... St- 
Useless. <laughs> Absolutely useless. It's hard. It, it is hard when you've got two blonde dogs. Yeah. They, they like blonde women. They all look the same. <laughs> big titties and blondes. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Shout out to our big titty blonde listeners out there. <laughs> we hear you, Liz and Heather. Hey. All right. So... <laughs> So, yeah, the animal control starts talking to Mr. Finch, like, oh, yeah, we've been tracking a dog here in this area, and I'm supposing this oh, food here on the porch is They for... They come up, and a lizard tongue is on his porch eating, and they go, is that your dog? He's been causing trouble for months, running loose. We got leash laws. What dog? I don't see a dog there. Yeah, lizard tongue snuck off doing his own fucking thing. Well, why is this food out here? Babe, do you remember why the food is out there? Why is the food out there, Steve? Well, it's to feed the otter so they keep the bears away. That that makes sense. <laughs> Did like, you know that about otters? <laughs> well, we don't have any bears around here. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> I love Mr. Finch. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, so animal control them like uh, like they're walking away from the house and they see Lizard Tongue again. So they chase him off, and this is where you get uh, like Lizard Tongue gets like cornered over a cliff, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> is where I was just quoting the fugitive. Like, <laughs> I didn't my kill wife. my wife. I don't care. <laughs> but then the other dog comes running in slow motion. You know, heroic music. And Basil does his run, and they both go flying off the fucking cliff. Woo! And it's like, you know, it's obviously like plush animals tossed off the cliff. <laughs> like, oh, this is the greatest. But it was very Mac and me. Yeah, I think it might have almost been the same cliff. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right, and the music was, like, fucking, like, shaft music, like, they go flying off the cliff, go down the river, all right, I guess that's done. And then this is where the CD started skipping or something, but uh, in, like, the two or three minutes we didn't see, apparently they broke out the mom. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was great and heroic, Uh, we'll say they used an AK-47, whatever. Yeah, there's a huge shootout, no casualties yet, but it was Have you seen The Great Escape? It was like that, but with puppies. Lot less butt smuggling, though. Yeah, well, I think you're thinking Papillon. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, right, it was Papillon. Great Escape is slightly less butt smuggling. (laughs) This movie had even less butt smuggling. (laughs) appropriate amount of butt smuggling. (laughs) A classy amount of butt smuggling. (laughs) Tasteful. A Best Picture nominee amount of butt smuggling. (laughs) Hashtag butt smuggling. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and then this, this is where, you know, the, the, the breeder dog, you know, the mom is now missing. And so uh, Hatchet, the, the dad or stepdad or whatever, I guess. I guess He's the dad. The asshole dad. Yeah. They made no, there was no reason for us to think he was a stepdad, except for he's just like every stepdad in every movie. But no, this yeah, is yeah. this kid's blood. <laughs> Apparently he bred. Um, yeah, well, hey, that mom's not going to say no, apparently. Apparently not. Uh, but yeah, he ends up calling animal controls, like, my dog's missing. Like, oh yeah, Mr. Hatchet, we know who you are. Is this the breeding mom, perhaps? Oh, what? No, I don't do that stuff, I, but you I, need to I, find I her. I've her every once in a while. She may have had some puppies recently. Yeah. But somebody stole my dog! Yeah, and of course, animal control's still looking for old lizard tongue, because apparently that's what's going to bring down everything, but now they're also like... Wait, if we find the mom, then we can uh, prove that uh, he's breeding them and shut his shit yeah, down get, and blah, what, blah, blah. What, what would we do if we found her? We'd give her a full and thorough inspection and be able to prove that he's been overbreeding that dog. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to tell by all of the people who've been buying the puppies in the area? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, a lot of, uh, there may be a loophole or two in this movie and not just the talking parrot. <laughs> Why don't we just uh, pull up his Craigslist history for the last five years? <laughs> Inadmissible. It could be anybody claiming to be me at my address for $200 plus expenses. I've got thousands of dollars in Venmo payments that says uh, for puppies, for, and then I believe that's an emoji of a puppy. That goes to an account in the Grand Cayman. Thanks, <laughs> PayPal. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, it's around this time I've written down, oh, Mississippi, good, we've figured it out. Also, by the way, he supposedly has a whole backyard full of dogs. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about the other dogs. They only seem to care about this one mom. Well, it, oh, oh, so we're we're coming to the part where, I guess, like, the, the sheriff gets called over. Uh, the sheriff, mm-hmm. Ozzy, uh, is basically told yeah. to go, go, you know, go check it out. It's like a, like a courtesy house call mm-hmm. just to check the place out. 
and then the dad's like oh yeah sure check it out and like we, we cut to like him leaving the house and he's like mm-hmm. all right that's a lot of dogs you better have a little it's track only 10 dogs run. i'm allowed to have 10 dogs yeah but he's like all right well you gotta have a place for him to run and i want all of them being fed not just the one that i saw back there and, and like going through this list of stuff and it's like what can you enforce if anything. They're also in fucking rabbit hutches. No, I will grant oh, yeah. these were very nice rabbit hutches. Yeah, that's true. Better than any rabbit hutches I've kept my rabbits in. Not appropriate for dog, but still very nice kennels. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They also mentioned something about like he had a uh, a history of suspected abuse to the the wife. Oh, too. documented abuse for the wife and the son, but it hasn't been for a couple of years. So there's nothing they can do about that. Apparently, that's a, that's how come he was able to do the inspection because it was like. Well, we have a history of domestic violence. We just want to make sure everything's okay. Like you wouldn't want to, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want us to uh, have to get a warrant for this, would you? Oh no, no, no! Come on in, come on in. Oh, also, uh, when the sheriff went there, there was that fucking like radio guy that popped out of like the bushes, basically, and was like, "Hey, sheriff, you're going over here to Mister Hatchet's house. Is he the one? Uh, is it because he's the one that's breeding all the puppies? You guys can't seem to find, and you're trying to shut him down finally, and blah blah blah." And he's like, totally got like the fucking. Uh, Oh journalism God, hat, hat but it was like checkered and multicolored oh, you know and just obviously he's shit. supposed to be uh kolchak yeah it's a throwback to kolchak i guess but he wasn't asking about the space vampires he was asking about the dog breeders so right yeah but yeah uh let's see so yeah after the, all that bullshit uh lizard tongue or whatever is like trying to lead animal control back to the the abandoned house because that's where the mom the mom puppy is being uh, being held <laughs> yeah. out of the way so the stepdad doesn't find or I keep saying stepdad but the, the father the, the hatchet doesn't hatchet. find just it just say hatchet hatchet awesome name <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh the animal control guys are just like oh we go running after her, just gonna keep running we'll just i guess follow behind them for the next little while so you get like 10 minutes of them like huh i wonder if we should follow this nah we ain't got we got other things to do like have lunch i don't know Oh, that's right, and this is when uh, the radio guy interferes with the police investigation by going on his radio show and saying, Sheriff Ozzie was over at Mr. Hatchet's house. Obviously, he's yeah. the one that's breeding all these puppies and tossing if them in you, the river or whatever. If you bought a shitty puppy from him, you call it now. Ah, my sister bought a puppy, and she paid $100, and it what turned out it wasn't even a purebred. I would never pay $100 for a dog that wasn't even a purebred. I should have just gone to the local shelter and gotten a puppy for ten dollars plus shots yeah and then like everybody's like calling hatchet too and he's like what no i'm not breeding puppies i've got i've got the 10 that's legal amount goodbye hello well well same to you madam (laughs) eventually he just stops answering the phone which is happens to be when animal control is trying to reach him because it turns out mama dog She's real sick now. That's right. Animal Control finally did find the mom. Yeah, yes, yeah. they did. They uh, Benji. Well, not Benji yet. Yeah. Puppy uh, leads her leads them to the abandoned house where she's hiding, and she's real sick. She can't even lift her head, and it turns out a uh, her uterus is full. I forget what it's called, but uh, they this does happen from overbreeding. Their uterus gets full of pus, and the only way to save yeah. their life is to spay them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they have to at least attempt to reach him. Yeah, I, I was looking for what it was called, and I was having my notes. Apparently, the black dog has everything and needs yeah. surgery. She has hookworm. She yeah. she's got abrasions. She's dehydrated. But yeah, I forget what it's called. But there, it is a real condition. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after the call in ten rings, and uh, you know, he's just not answering the phone anymore. Yep, they gotta yeah. do the surgery. And then right now, yeah, the puppy gets some uh, trash scraps because <laughs> you know. Can. By the way, they didn't grab Lizard Tongue and Puppy while while they were hauling Mama. No, yeah, whenever it got there, like the the, the two ran off for whatever reason. I, I was guess. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's just like yeah, but yeah, uh, so yeah. Puppy's trying to get trash scraps from the uh, the local market and falls in a trash can. Yeah, but don't worry, Lizard Tongue is here to help him. Yeah, I'm gonna jump in there with you. Boom. And oh, shit, now we're both trapped caught. there for three days. Yep. So the next day, the uh, local butcher comes out. There's two dead dogs in the bottom of the trash can. And no, wait. Wait. <laughs> no, eventually they start rocking the can and knock but it it's over. it's definitely overnight they stay in the can. Oh, yeah, yeah. They make it's, it very clear they're in there overnight. Yeah, a good eight, eight to 12 hours probably, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they eventually knock the trash can over. 
Then all of a sudden, the the grocery store owner comes out and is like, Hey, dogs! You didn't notice there were two goddamn dogs in your trash can on your front porch of your business? Yeah, when they were barking and, like, rocking the cans and everything yeah. all night. Yeah. Goddamn! Yeah. Well, and the other thing I had with this scene, uh, Mr. Finch uh, hadn't seen the dogs in, you know, a day oh, or so. Oh, that was really cute. Yeah, when he so fell he... asleep on his porch, clutching the dog food yeah. bowl. And... At this point, he hasn't even really seen either dog. Like, he's caught little glimpses of him, but he doesn't even really... He doesn't even know there's two dogs. Yeah, he's, he's like me. He can't tell them apart. Just a random-ass yeah. blonde ghost dog running around. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, and, and my thing with seeing it was, like, yeah, he fell asleep, and so, like, the next morning he, like, wakes up, and he was, like, kind of hunched over in his chair, and I'm like... Oh, no, uh, he wasn't even on the chair. He was on the steps. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the steps. That's yeah. right. And he gets right up and goes in. Yeah, Most just, unbelievable exactly. part of the movie. Doesn't even give so much of a stretch of, oh, fuck, I've been outside <laughs> in the cold all night. The oh. old retired man <sighs> sitting on the front, <sighs> fall asleep on the front steps. Hell, I do that if I sit on a couch for three hours. Right. <laughs> Watch a goddamn Christopher Nolan movie, and afterwards I'm like, oh, I'm going to need a minute. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so he gets up. Oh, that's right. Hatchet goes to the uh, the sheriff's office, and he's he's like, uh, "You spayed my dog. You ruined her. She's no good no yeah. more. We tried to reach you. You didn't answer your phone. You didn't even try and reach me. I'm gonna sue your ass. Yeah, he'll sue the whole city. It's like, all right, cool, do it. Bring bring on the investigation into your home and uh, all the activities. Yeah, we we welcome that. <laughs> and then, uh, oh yeah, Benji goes back to uh, Mister Finch or whatever. But then that's when animal control shows up with oh, no. the net. <laughs> the ultimate weapon once they again. Got, they got him. <laughs> yeah, so they get... Yeah, was, was, so they snagged Puppy. Was it Puppy? Okay, yeah, it was Puppy. All right. Because I had that in my notes. Yes, because... Uh, so they snag Puppy and they haul him off. And then to close up Lizard Tongue's story, we get the shot of uh, Lizard Tongue comes running up and... He's wagging his tail at Mr. Finch, and Mr. Finch is like, oh, there you are. You finally come around for a meal. You're not even going to stop and say hi. And um, Lizard Tongue jumps into his arms. Yeah. But then uh, Puppy's with Animal Control. Yeah. And then we instantly cut to, I assume, the next day. They, they like say something like, yeah. oh, man, this puppy's kind of cute. Wait, I has an idea. And then we cut to the next day when it's like in the newspaper that the puppy is now the new Benji. Yeah, Benji producers find the perfect dog right here in our county. Yeah, and of course uh, Hatchet sees it in the paper and is like, <gasps> "That's what? our dog! That's our dog! Let's like, go get our dog oh, from them rich people!" You mean the one you tossed across the room when you realized it was a puppy ten months ago? Well, right. yeah, but it's ours now. Uh, but yeah, I guess legally it's property of animal control, uh, but he. You know, uh, Hatchet and the family go over there. This dog's been running loose for a long time, Hatchet. Are you trying to say this is yours? Because there'll be consequences. We have leash laws. Yeah, well, my son uh, my son here can confirm that this is the dog. And the movie producer there is like, well, I don't want to take a dog away from this child. Yes. Oh, and they have the mama dog there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, right, that's like, right. ha- son, will you, do you know if this is your dog? She'll know. And they, like, try to get the, the two to meet. And of course, yeah. they go and nuzzle. Yeah, they like, like they just start sniffing each other. And it's like, yeah, any dog's just gonna yeah. sniff each I'm other. Like, like oh, that. obviously it's our dog. Check it out. Well, hold on, son. Is this is this your dog? Him and puppy have a long glance at each other. <laughs> no, sir, that's not my dog. I think you're mistaken. I don't think that's our dog. And of course, the dad's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? That's totally our dog. This is bullshit. Uh, uh, you know what, sure. PG per- version perhaps we should uh talk to the boy and his mother uh, alone. Maybe uh, Mr. Hatchet needs to go cool down out in the waiting room. Yeah, so the sheriff pulls him out there in the waiting room, says, have mm-hmm. a seat, and, like, walks away. And, and it's a cool, nice, cool little scene where you're like, yeah. for, for whatever reason, they, like, open up all the blinds and windows so you can mm-hmm. see what's going on there. Yeah. You see and you're him from talking. Hatchet's point of view. You can't hear any of the words. Yeah. But you see him get more and more panicked, and then they pull back the mom's hair. <gasps> Bruises. <gasps> Bruises. And then he instantly is like, nope. <laughs> and like turns right around with uh, a door right next to him. <laughs> Takes about two steps and is hauled back in by two other officers. Yep. <laughs> and I said, the only thing that would make this better is if when, it, when they were walking back in two seconds later, if they had a net on them. <laughs> right. That was the only thing that could have made it better. Very satisfying ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, um, 
the the movie producers like you know back well, in there with the family yeah. and stuff. Well, boy, he's I'm like, not going to take away your your dog. No, sir. This dog's had a really hard life. He he deserves to be the next Benji. Well, good because he is, and he pulls a collar out of his pocket or whatever, yeah! which says Benji, hands it to him, and he's like, well. Hopefully I'll get to come see him sometime out there in Hollywood. And the producer, of course, is like, you know what? We can make that happen as much as you want. You know, like any Hollywood producer right. would be. <laughs> and then, the, oh, that's right. Then, like, the next day, it's, like, in the paper, like, oh, yeah, yep. uh, you know, the puppy's going to be the next Benji. And, and Mr. Finch is like, well, I guess now it's time to call in some favors, dude. Yeah, and there's Lizard Tongue just chilling on on Mister Finch's couch, having living his best life. Yeah, but in the last couple of minutes of the movie is a bunch of uh, uh, basically just a movie shoot with a bunch of stand-ins and stunt doubles, and oh my God. all kinds of stuff. The, the little plush dog stunt doubles yeah. are fucking great. Oh yeah, you were saying they're like for like the lighting or whatever. Yeah, like, they have to, like, yeah, the stand-ins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty cool. Then, uh, yeah, all throughout the credits, you have, like, little outtakes and, you know, cute puppies running around, basically, and roll credits. Ladies and gentlemen, Benji off the leash. Not a bad movie. It was alright. I I can see why it's a Reader's Digest family favorite. Oh, yeah. This is one of those movies, every kid has that movie that, like, you'll like it and you'll watch it to sort of burn time. It's definitely not, like, gonna be in your top favorite movies of any time, but... You know, in between, you know, the 700th viewing of Lion King, you watch Benji off the leash. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I'd say check it out. Why not? It's better than a Little Nemo. Oh, the one with the, the kid, kid in the, the bed. bed? Yeah. Ugh, fuck that movie so hard. Just stick your dick in it what, and rip it apart. What did Little Nemo do to you, babe? Aww. Ruined my childhood. <laughs> Could have been watching Land Before Time, but no. Oh yeah, you messed out. Land Before Time is fucking awesome. Well, I I don't think I haven't seen it, babe. But yeah, I know. I'm just saying all those hours that we kept rewatching that motherfucker. By the way, it's something I never realized. Land Before Time's like 64 minutes right? long or something. Yeah, it's like as many times as I've seen that. I didn't know it was all in one day. See <laughs> how many right? How many times have you seen Rockadoodle? Oh. Twice, maybe? Oh, we owned it, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not as many times I've seen Rover Dangerfield. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah, uh, yes. Movies you forgot were made. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Ooh. we have more beer. Ooh. Fun fact. <laughs> and what we learn from Benji Off the Leash. <laughs> Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. Heemcast. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we, I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah, where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Complex. On Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, 
Yes. What do we talk about on the superiority complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the superiority complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. We are Molly and Jonathan, and we want to tell you about our podcast, One Star Bazaar. We review the movies critics hated in search of the unfairly underrated. We watch movies that critics have given an overall one-star rating, defined as 40% or less on either Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic. We both studied film in college, and while he likes the films that get nominated for Oscars, I like the movies that get nominated for Razzies. We use a simplified review criteria and look at five things. Acting, story, how engaging the movie is, what it did well, if anything, and whether at the end we wished we had not watched it. Between our differing tastes in movies and our simplified review categories, can we agree if a critically panned movie is worth a watch? Reach out to us on social media at One Star Bazaar to let us know what you want us to watch next. Have a movie you want to see but heard it was bad? We'll review it. We're trying to save you from the terrible movies out there and find the good in the critically bad. Listen to One Star Bazaar on your favorite podcast platforms. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. <laughs> Except for, I'm sorry guys, the ones before the Reader's Digest movie were slightly better. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get Jay Moore on our podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna Jay Moore. Out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jay Moore, you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. Buy a goddamn dog. <laughs> Adopt a goddamn dog. Eh, same thing. No, no, that's that's the, the opposite. What? That's what the, the, the whole the whole well, point of the fucking movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we not pay anything for those cats? We paid ten dollars for two of them. Yeah, buying a cat. We didn't buy them. We adopted them. And Steve, I mean, really, who saved who in that transaction? We saved their asses. <laughs> It's very simple. Look, I'm going to explain to you what would have happened to them if we hadn't. See? They would have ended up in the movie Cats! See, they call it the killing floor, but it's really more of a loose metal grating so that remnants can slurry through. Anyway, baby, you got something to drink over there? I do. Because we've not had enough to drink. We have from Kitos Brewing... Barrel-aged Imperial Stout. We chose it because it's got puppy on the front. Oh, it's a cute little puppy. Hey, Steve, you want to guess the ABV on this puppy? Uh, Barrel-aged Imperial Stout, like 10 or 11? 12.5. Even better! <laughs> Ketos means thanks and finish. And oh. the... the and is the driving principle behind everything we do here. We're thankful to be able to brew up our imperial stout using only the finest ingredients. Thankful for the generous planet that provides them, and thank you for the thankful for the friends and family who enjoy to enjoy it with. Our high efficiency system allows us to brew with less water, producing less waste and less impact to show our gratitude every day. We're proud to brew in Salt Lake City and proud to say Kitos. Well, Kitos, babe. Kitos. I'm gonna keto's my top now. Ooh. Oh, keto's! Some flipping. <laughs> and the pour. <sighs> this is a dark fucking beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, let me put my theremin away. <laughs> <laughs> so, light does penetrate this beer, just barely. Yeah. Barely gets it penetrated. Uh, it's got beautiful chocolate overtones. Ooh. It's a nice dark beer. It's got yeah. a very dark khaki-colored head. Oh, my God. It smells like bourbon. Yeah, that aroma's a bit... Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Uh, you're right, babe. I wanna, oh, shit. I want to stick its dick in me. Oh. This is some good goddamn beer. <laughs> yeah, very chocolatey. Uh, some good yeah. roasty notes on it. But, yeah, just... Not overly sweet. Yeah, just smooth. And, yeah, it's got yeah. a good... Uh, yeah, like a like a whiskey kind of quality, like a good uh, mm -hmm. kind of malleard, kind of roasty. Remember, malleard is the meaty. Or the meaty, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's making me salivate. That's for damn sure. Yeah, salivation is happening, guys. Get some keto beers; they are fucking delicious. Hell yeah! And I remember when we were in the tap room. I got to have the uh, was it the raspberries and cream cream ale? Oh, oh that yeah. was delicious. Yeah, that may be uh, one of the other ones. We have another episode. Hey! 
But yeah, this is a good Barrel H Imperial stat. Goddamn. Fuck yeah. So we want some fun facts. Only if they're super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. You're in luck because they're the funnest. Woo! Because they're doggy facts. They might be. All right. Rotten Tomatoes, babe. What do you think the critics thought of Benji off the leash? Oh, oh, critics don't like this movie at all. 13. 33%. Really? That is twice as high as I thought. If I remember correctly, it was one out of three critic reviews. Okay. It was positive. Yeah. (laughs) But the audience score. Oh. I'll give you a hint. There was more than three reviews. (laughs) Like hundreds. Possibly a thousand. 13%. (laughs) 51%. All right. I mean, you know, family film... Whoever's going to be watching it. Yeah. 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 Um, don't know what the budget was, but the worldwide gross, <gasps> which I'm sure it was all 200 countries, at least sold Woo! a thousand copies. No. Yeah. Uh, $3.8 million. God damn. Right? God damn you, Benji. You know what? It's people, if we, When we have kids, we'll probably buy anything with the fucking Benji label on it because kids like dog movies. Yeah. That makes and you know what? It's going to have a real goddamn dog in it, <laughs> unlike some movies. Looking at you, Call of the Wild. Hey, 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 hey. Looking at you, all dogs go to heaven. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no. They killed real dogs in that movie. Oh, well. Yeah. All right, then the sequel. Looking at you, Axel. Yeah, fucking robot dog. <laughs> Even Thomas Jane couldn't save your movie now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Thomas Jane. We love you. Please come back. Uh, babe. Yes, Steve. So, this was filmed in Mississippi, right? That's what they claimed. That's what they claimed. What if I told you this was filmed in Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah? Really? Yeah. So, the the thing at the end said, like, filmed entirely in, like, Memphis County or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, Mississauga County or something like that. Mississippi, yeah. But, yeah, shot in Ogden and Salt Lake City. Tell you that what, actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, basically, when we found out it was in Mississippi, I'm like, but those are like aspen trees we've been looking at yeah. the whole damn time. Not but like see, magnolias. I don't and... know if, like, I don't know enough about Mississippi to know if they have any highland. Well, somebody who grew up in Ogden, Utah, I yeah. didn't recognize a goddamn thing. Like, Yeah, but you've been gone for ten years, so. Well, so when, right when, about the time when was this movie filming? made? Yeah. Yeah, I, Maybe it was, like, made up in, like, Sugar House, like, Salt Lake, like, one of the neighborhoods or something. I didn't grow up there. But, yeah, I have no idea, like, where any of the locations were. Filmed entirely in Draper. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Filmed out in Harriman, before there were houses. (laughs) When was uh, the last time you were in, uh, was it Hooper? Hooper. Oh, I would have recognized Hooper, because there's just been a whole bunch of cows. (laughs) There was too much grass around those cows. (laughs) All right, last fun fact. Here are some alternate titles of this movie. In Argentina, it was Benji Sin Korea. Okay. All righty. Brazil, it was Benji Un Amigo Especial. Ooh, special, number one special friend. That's right. In the Czech Republic, it was Benji 3. Woo! In Japan, oh, that was a good one, it was Robo and Benji, Hajimete no Boken. Yeah. yeah. Let me try that part again. Robo and Benji, Hajimete no Boken. Yeah, no Boken! No Boken! <laughs> no Boken! No Boken! <laughs> and then there were also two other working titles uh, that were not used Benji Returns, Rags to Riches. Mmm! And Benji returns the promise of Christmas. Babe, was this a Christmas time movie? No, this was just shot in the summer. Yeah. The entire fucking thing was in the summer. In Mississippi. Mississippi. That's why everyone had those accents. Anyway, they totally, yeah. you know what? They all had Utah accents yeah. is what it is. Yeah, that's what, Mississippi, <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, you have more of a southern accent. What are you talking about? <laughs> See, folks just don't get it. See, folks just don't get it. American as fuck. <laughs> so, babe, Steve, what did we learn from Benji off the leash? That puppies can be fat, father, fat motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> 
we also learned what we learned in many, many, many movies before. Oh, yes. The most important lesson I think we've learned from movies. The net is the ultimate weapon. <laughs> Everything can be caught with a net. <laughs> Everything from Optimus Prime to gorillas to dogs. To aliens and predators. <laughs> yeah. Of course, humans. Um, an entire ape species that have taken over the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps a planet of apes? An ape-fulfilled <laughs> ape planet? Um, I also learned I can get Reader's Digest for $6 a year or whatever the fuck it was in the commercial. So I actually used to read Reader's Digest, but I only read really old, out-of-date ones. Uh, our local library used to sell them for $0.10 cents a copy. Oh, <laughs> so I'd take a dollar over, go get like 10 of them, and just sit in my room and read them. <laughs> Ooh, I also learned... You know how you keep bears away? You gotta feed them otters. Yeah, gotta feed them otters dog food. That's right. That's what we gotta get around here. Make sure those bears stay away. I know, we need some otter food. I wonder if it works for bobcats, too. <laughs> Probably not. Probably need to get, like, a penguin no, or something. Steve, the bobcat keeps the uh, the Godzillas away. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? When was the last time we had a Godzilla attack? It's been a while. <laughs> you never hear about Godzillas on Powder Mountain. Oh, it's... Uh, or the guy called it earlier today, Pow Mow. Uh, uh, <laughs> the best part was we were both laughing in his face as we drove away. <laughs> I believe. Are I you guess. guys going to Pow Mow? <laughs> no. Oh no, we both we both just stopped and stared for a second. We're like, no, we live here. And then I believe we just turned and was like, Pow Mow. Are we fucking serious? Yeah. Are we, we're fucking serious about yeah. this? This yep. is That's, a, that's this how they're is... rebranding, I guess. Mm, yeah. Have a powwow on powwow? Mm, yep, stop it. Wouldn't want to give them more marketing ideas. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh. Oh, there'll be signs up all over town. But, babe. Steve. Ketos for watching this movie with me. Ketos for watching this movie with me. And ketos to you all for uh, for watching ketos. this movie with us, or at least hearing us babble about it for an hour or so. Uh, babe, are you on any social medias? Nope. All right, well, cool. Well, I'm on social medias at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. And uh, you know what? Check out my website, untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a <gasps> goddess who's bad at housekeeping, where you'll see some incredible art made by me or someone else. I forget who exactly. But what if I wanted some sort of discount at untidyvenus.etsy.com? No discounts. Unless you use the code EILFM at checkout to save That's 20%. Everything I learned from movies. Yes, thank you. You get but it. But what if I didn't want to pay for shipping? Oh, well, that's cool, because on orders over $35, shipping is free. What? Or I guess included with purchase, but still free. Yeah. Now, Steve, what if, I don't know, I adopted a, a street dog with the tongue of a lizard. Jesus. But he's been uh, rolling around in garbage cans with other street dogs for a while. Put it in a sack and throw it in the river. And then he slept on my couch. Oh, oh! you gotta clean that couch. You just burn I know, it. No, but where would I go to maybe help freshen that couch? Well, if you wanted to mask it with the greatest essential oils and aromatherapy, uh, you could head to frankieandmer.com. I would also recommend using the code VENUS at checkout to save 15%. <gasps> Venus like the goddess? Exactly like the goddess. Like the goddess sitting before me? I am a god, but... Oh, wait, are you talking about you? (laughs) Yes, that's Venus to check out to save 15%. And, of course, shipping over $35 included! Woo! I don't know, Steve. If I wanted to get some real funky dog scent out of my couch, what would you recommend? Ooh, gee. You know what? You know what might work? What? That chai sexual might work. <gasps> Ooh, for like when you when you like tea more than a friend? Yeah, that brand new stuff. I mean, mm. I mean, it won't necessarily take care of the odor, but it'll mask it with something you'll enjoy and salivate yeah, over. Yeah, a little sweet, a little spicy, very <laughs> exotic. Indeed. Uh, but then also still just burn that couch when you burn <laughs> it. Because dogs are garbage monsters. No, <laughs> more than cats? Oh, no, but... But still. <laughs> that's like, ooh, otters are worse than bears. Woohoo! Wait. <laughs> one definitely eats more trash than the other, but I can't remember which one. So, yes. Uh, how else can you find us? Uh, yeah, you can find us at Brewies in Ogden, Utah, oh. every second Wednesday of the month. But if I, I wanted some... to add that to my calendar, what sort of movies do you watch? Oh, we watch incredible movies. Like what, Steve? 
Well, I think we recently just watched Life Force on March 11th. And our next one will be April 8th. That might be a special screening. Stay that, tuned yeah, for stay, details. Yeah, follow us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram because we have plans for that one. We are trying really hard to set something extra special up, guys. Extra super special. Otherwise, I mean, it's still going to be fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, No course. matter what. But, like, we may have, like, a really big one. Yeah, so stay tuned. Um, and I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Finally, gonna get Leslie I Nielsen on the show. Ooh. Wait, what? Uh, I got some what? bad news, babe. No, no. He had to cancel because he's hanging out with Prince that night. He's not really a big draw anymore. Fucking Bojack. We'll have David Copperfield make the World Trade Center disappear. Ooh, I've got bad news for you. David Copperfield's not that big of a draw. <laughs> I feel love.